my current role at Common Sense Media is the director of the Privacy Evaluation Initiative. Before I joined Common Sense, my first career was actually as a teacher. I started off as an elementary special needs aide, and I did that for a year and a half, working with uh, first through third grade students in a primarily separate classroom. After that, I taught students in uh, K-12 in literature, history, some integrated humanities courses, Moved on, actually had some administrative roles along with teaching. I was a dean of students at a school, and then I was also a technology director at the K-12 level for about 10 years. And I joined Common Sense in uh, July of 2015. They had already been doing the privacy work before I joined. Since I've joined, we've built out our evaluation platform that we use to evaluate and publish um, evaluations of privacy policies, terms of service, and basic information security practices of EdTech apps. How do you define interoperability? When I'm talking about interoperability, I try and reduce it down to only having to do something once. For a learner, it means eliminating you know, kind of repetitive tasks that demonstrate the same thing. If a learner has demonstrated something on one day, they should need to redo that work someplace else. Interoperability kind of helps drive some of the connections between effective learning and, and good pedagogy because we shouldn't be requiring kids to do repetitive tasks. Same way we shouldn't actually be expecting teachers or district staff to do repetitive tasks. There are some things that technology will never be able to replace. Duplicate data entry is uh, certainly one of those. When interoperability is done well, we actually can stop thinking about how to record what we're doing and actually just do it. Why should we care or why should districts care about interoperability? This is one of the things that I think we all struggle with. And in some ways, the actual word interoperability is one of the biggest barriers to people understanding interoperability. We actually already have interoperability in so many different areas of our lives, we just don't think about it because it's convenient. Ten years ago, it was actually very difficult to use multiple devices and have all of our emails in the same place. And a lot of that was actually related to the protocol. We used the, the POP3 protocol was in widespread use ten years ago. That protocol didn't actually sync emails across devices because email was actually stored locally on the device. There was a competing protocol that came out, the IMAP protocol, which actually stored emails in the cloud and made it possible to sync emails across devices. That's why, you know, if you're, if you're using a, a mobile device in a computer, you get the same email in both places, and we don't even think about it. We just do that. And if we didn't have that, like, we would be really annoyed. We would be, you know, we, we would be confused and we wouldn't stand for it. And that's, you know, that's one of the things that interoperability does. It, it makes things more convenient, and we don't think about syncing email now because that's actually just been the norm for the last five years. When smartphones were just becoming popular, that was actually a technical issue that we needed to address. Back in the day, that was something that, that was a technical issue that we had to solve. And we solved it, and it's now, you know, fully interoperable, and we don't think about it anymore. But that's, that's what interoperability kind of becomes over time. It starts off as this problem that we have to solve, and when we solve it, we stop thinking about it because it just works. Anytime there's somebody within a district who is copying by hand or if we have tech staff writing a script to move data from one, from one point to another, that's a problem that could be solved by interoperability. These small connection points that currently don't exist or need human intervention to, uh, to make them happen. Getting interoperability right requires that we all actually take a step back from our day-to-day -day work and figure out what are the things that are repetitive enough where they're annoying yet not so big that we want to actually solve them outright because those, those are some of the areas that are ripe for improvement via, via better interoperability. What's the value of data interoperability to districts? Done right, interoperability can save districts and teachers and learners huge amounts of time. There are immediate advantages at the district level because districts are moving you know, larger amounts of data than, than either schools or learners. 
The other thing that interoperability starts to make possible is that if we have a core set of tools that we're using to get information, and these tools are, are fully interoperable, it allows us to start asking questions and know that our, our playing field is as level as we can make it. Because often it's very difficult to do apples to apples comparisons because of noise in our data sets. And interoperability doesn't eliminate noise in our data sets, but it, it at least makes the noise a lot easier to spot because we know interoperability forces us to be a lot cleaner in what we collect and a lot more precise in how we move it. Just having that as a base starting point lets us be a lot more informed about how we use that information. What's the value of data interoperability for teachers? A lot of the same values that accrue at the district level accrue at the teacher level. If a teacher can have reasonable confidence that they are getting coverage over a specific area, they can then start to ask questions and make observations of that data set. One of the other things that's possible, once we actually sort out interoperability and start creating some good tools that lets us ask questions about that data and start to turn data into information, what we can do with teachers, we can also do with learners. We need to be candid about the limits of what data shows us and what it doesn't show. But once we have that in place, we can actually start working with teachers and working with students to ask questions about what this data shows. Interoperability really creates some opportunities for deeper levels of reflection in more real time than what we can do without it. How do you think interoperability enhances student data privacy protection? There are, there are some significant wins that happen with interoperability, but we also need to highlight what some of the potential risks are. Every gain comes with risk, every risk comes with gain. The wins that come as a result of interoperability, if you're using a tool that has inter interoperability built in, you can make some, some assumptions that will be generally correct. That, that tool has been designed with a solid data architecture, and it's pretty easy to track what that tool collects and what that tool doesn't collect. You know, right at the outset, you'll have a much clearer idea about the information you're collecting, which lets you be more intentional about how you protect it. Because you have increased precision, and streamlined processes for collecting data, you're, you're making a bigger data set and you're making a more precise data set. Whenever you make a body of information or a body of data larger and more precise, you create greater risk if, if any element of that data set is breached. These are things that need to be looked at side by side. There's no denying the fact that a system that is designed to be interoperable allows you a greater level of control and a greater level of transparency about what data you're collecting, which in turn lets you be a lot more intentional about how you protect it. Is there anything else we need to know, like anything we haven't talked about that you would want districts to know about interoperability? With the possible exception of privacy, it is one of the least interesting things to talk about. <laughs> and with the possible exception of privacy, it's one of the most important. It is one of those things that when it's done right, nobody sees it because it just works. But it makes so many things easier. The temptation is to always go for the things that are flashy and to get attention that will get, that'll get news coverage. You don't get a lot of news coverage about how easy it is to use email. Even though this is not exciting to talk about, we can't let that deter us from making this happen. Because a lot of the changes that we care about, like actually using tech to improve student outcomes, it's gonna be a lot easier to do with interoperability. Getting interoperability done right will potentially spur another round of innovation. Even though it's not exciting to talk about, I think it's a critical piece that's missing that's preventing us from really realizing some of the potential of the technology that we're developing.